0: But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Here we are, it's episode 20. Oh my god, it is unreal. I'm so grateful for all of the support with this podcast and just in general. There's no doubt in my mind that my life has improved significantly Since I started this podcast, so again, all I can say is that if there is something that you've been thinking about doing that you kind of haven't had the balls to try out or you're worried about what other people think, but you know that you're passionate about it and you know that you can bring some value to it, I really encourage you to just do it. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode, which is knowing your worth There are two main kind of areas of life that I want to discuss here. They are the two areas where I feel like this concept has been the most relevant to me in my life, and I think overall two of the most significant areas where all of us, particularly as women, really start thinking about our worth and our value and how that plays out in these spaces, which are in the workplace and in relationships. And when I talk about relationships, I guess, when I'm speaking from my own perspective, I'd certainly come from a place of more of the intimate, romantic types of relationships. But it's not limited to that. Ideas of discovering, understanding and knowing your worth are very much at play in platonic relationships like friendships, too. It just so happens that a lot of my most memorable experiences with learning and understanding my worth stem largely from the unhealthy relationships I've had in the past with men. So I'll be coming from that place when I'm talking about relationships, but the thoughts and the concepts that I'll discuss are applicable to both, totally. So let's talk about the workplace. This has been playing on my mind recently with my change in jobs a few months ago when I decided it was time to consider other options with work, when it felt like things weren't aligning for me and my current job any longer, I read a study related to the job recruitment and application process, which found that men will apply for a job just by only meeting 60% of the qualifications required for the role, whereas women will only apply if they meet 100% of those qualifications. In summary, there are a few reasons for this, such as bias in the workplace where women are more likely to be hired or promoted for experience or a track record, whereas men are more likely to be hired based on potential. Women and girls are socialized to follow rules and are rewarded for doing so. I talk a little bit about this in my episode about people-pleasing and the way in which girls are primed to keep others happy and fulfill all expectations, irrespective of how unreasonable or unfair they may be. So it ties into that sort of thing. And lastly, a woman obtaining formal qualifications and entering a professional field is still a relatively recent thing. And by that, I mean within the last hundred years. So women who choose to pursue that direction in life often tend to overestimate the importance of the formal qualification as opposed to networking or who you know. It's the whole concept of putting so much time and money and energy and sacrifice into obtaining a formal qualification that it feels like you're almost doing yourself a disservice if you aren't entering a career where your diploma or your degree is the centrepiece of it. Or, it may even feel like you aren't honouring all of the women before you who didn't have the privilege of a quality education. Or even the women of today, some of whom live in countries with systems that actively restrict education for girls. Overall though, this statistic which highlights that women won't apply for a job unless they meet 100% of the criteria is related to to our confidence and perception of worth. Prior to this new job that I'm about to start, that was me. I never, and I mean never, applied for a job unless I met all of the required qualifications – Of course, when the time came that I applied for the job that I'm about to start, I had read the description and questioned whether I should even apply, because I didn't meet all of the qualifications listed. The job description said that a post-grad qualification is desirable, so I guess it wasn't like a proper requirement, but it was still there, and that in and of itself would be enough to put me off if I had looked at this even a year ago. Because for me, that's a master's or a PhD and I don't have one of those. So I had that familiar feeling of I'm not worthy to be in this space or to even be considering applying for such a role despite feeling like I have a lot to bring. Another hurdle was the salary, which comes with this new role. And I knew it was significantly higher than the one in my current job that I'm just about to finish. And just knowing that brought on feelings of, am I even worth this much? Like I'm young, I'm early in my career. The salary that I knew I was in for if I got the role was one which I had aspired to maybe by the time I reached 30 and I'm only 25. So I'm not complaining. Obviously, I'm really stoked about that side of things, but I have never considered that an employer would believe that I would be worth that much. And that says a lot more about me and my mindset than it does about anything else. I also happen to know one of the other women in this team, in my new team. It's a small team, but I messaged her and I asked her if I should apply for this because she knows the experience that I have already. And as someone working within that team, I knew that she would be able to tell me straight away whether my skills and my experience would be valuable in this role. She told me to do it. And where I had that bit of imposter syndrome and the lack of confidence and lots of self-doubt It went away when she gave me that encouragement and I'm grateful to her, not only for giving me that push to do it, but also for her doing that when she didn't need to, she didn't owe me anything and while these spaces can be really competitive, I got none of that energy from her. And here I want to highlight that supportive woman, as I always say, are everything I care about in this world and her and doing that for me made me even more motivated than I already am to make sure I'm always going out of my way for the other woman in my life Two, Obviously, as we know, I did apply, I got the job, so despite all of the internal questioning and the self-doubt that I had, and despite going out of my comfort zone to apply for a job I wasn't 100% qualified for, according to the job description, I did it, and I'm so glad that I did. I'm glad that I broke my own pattern of behaviour and being one of those women that only apply when I fit 100% of the qualifications, because it all worked out as I'd hoped. And I'm like, oh my God, if this is what boys do and this is how they live their lives to get the best out of it, I need to do more of it, more of believing in myself and my capabilities and ultimately my worth. And very briefly, even if we look beyond the initial recruitment and job application phase, women are way less likely to ask for a pay rise. And if you're a woman and you just heard me say that, you know, because I know we don't like asking for pay rises. I had this conversation with a number of my close colleagues that are young women like me and we all squirm at the prospect of having to ask for a pay rise. We squirm even harder over it though because we know that this feeling that it gives us is reserved for women like us. But part of knowing your worth is realizing when you're in a situation at a workplace when you feel like you're not being fairly compensated for your time or energy or expertise or your skills or everything else that you put into your job. And in that case, sometimes it means that you need to just bite the bullet and negotiate that pay rise so that you feel that you are being fairly recognized for the work that you're doing. I have some tips coming up in a little bit about how to prepare for this conversation because preparation is key. But before we get there, let's talk about knowing your worth when it comes to relationships. It took me years to properly and intentionally honor my worth with relationships when I think back on these things, I am incredibly embarrassed about a lot of it, and a big part of that embarrassment is directly correlated to the standard of person of man that I was allowing to waste my time or mistreat me, and that was my choice, like if someone wants to be a trash person, that's their prerogative, but it was my choice to engage that kind of person and give that person my energy and my time, so ultimately. It comes back to not only a real lack of understanding of my true worth, but also my failure in honoring it, which then led to a total inability to demand better for myself. And that doesn't mean to say that I regret anything, I don't regret anything, because I learned a lot, it led me here, but it's about setting the standard at which your worth or your value is respected, It's very hard to set that standard if you haven't thoughtfully considered your worth, what you will accept and what you won't, and then make intentional moves with that at front of mind. I feel like when we're making poor decisions, particularly when we are disrespecting our value or our worth, there's this internal radar that signals that there is a problem. I know I've had it a thousand times and I'm guilty of ignoring it in the past, but it's that feeling that something doesn't quite feel right about the way that someone is coming at you. It's like if you try raising something that upsets you with someone that you're dating or someone that matters to you, and they respond with silence or equally as problematic with something along the lines of you're making a big deal out of nothing, which is also gaslighting by the way. But I found myself in these moments with certain people, and it never made me feel good. That feeling was the radar, and there are a number of circumstances within which it was ignited. But it was trying to indicate to me that perhaps this person doesn't really understand my worth or value me. And at the very least, even if they do know, they sure don't treat me the way that they should. So it led to a choice. I had a choice to do one of two things. I could either one push back on whatever happened and stand my ground and say actually no that did upset me and I'm not making a big deal out of nothing and if you understood my worth or respected my value you would take the time to think about that instead of dismissing my feelings or I could express that silence isn't a constructive way to work through anything and that I deserve better than that kind of lame ass response and if they can't give me what I need or what I deserve, then ultimately I need to make a call and walk away. Or the second option would be to remain in the situation, suppress the internal warning radar, live in denial, try to convince myself that there's a reason to stay involved or that this person has the potential or this, or this situation has the potential to change. And instead of cutting the cord, I will hold on to that hope without any actual evidence of change while they continue to devalue me, disrespect me, undermine me, mistreat me, improve their unworthiness of me. That was heavy. I know, confronting too, I get it. If you feel attacked, don't worry, because the old me would have felt attacked as well. This stuff is never coming from a place of judgment, it's coming from a place of loving truth, because it's the truth. If you don't know your worth then how are you supposed to start setting the expectations and the standards for the way that you treat yourself and the way that other people treat you? Or if you do know your worth, but you're actively suppressing that feeling, because if you were to actually enforce those expectations and those standards, you would have to start seriously reconsidering who you surround yourself with. And if that's not something that you're willing to deal with at the moment, then that's on you. When you know your worth and you honor and you uphold it, you don't let people walk all over you. You refuse to accept anything less than what you deserve and you can be yourself always. So let's very quickly go over a few helpful practical tips when it comes to really grounding your self-worth in these situations, so when it comes to the workplace and relationships. Even if you don't meet all of the qualifications, but you think that you're a good fit and you really want to apply, just do it. The worst thing that they can say is no, and if that's the case, you would have gained some helpful experience regardless. Don't be the reason that you hold yourself back. Front foot your expectations and negotiate around your expectations of working hours and work-life balance. Part of knowing your worth and advocating for it is also setting boundaries for the things that you value in your life outside of work, and it's important to make these clear. If you think you're underpaid, seek out a pay rise, but go in prepared to make your case. List the ways that you've been directly responsible for improving targets for your company or your organization. What are other people in similar roles with your experience earning in the industry? How have you directly impacted the profitability of your company or your organization? Or how have you improved the culture within your team? Make sure you give examples always. And are you meeting all of your KPIs or your targets? You need to have all of the answers to these. Because if you go in and you ask for a pay rise and you've got no evidence to back up why you're a good worker or why you're currently underpaid for the work that you do, it's not gonna go down well. So make sure you go in, you do all of your research, you know exactly what you're ready to talk about, and you sell yourself, sister. Don't stay in a job getting paid like shit because that's what you've been made to believe is your market value, especially if you don't enjoy your job or you can't see where it's going to take you. It's really easy to allow someone in a position of power, especially a boss, and I've had this before, not in my current job, not with my current organization, but Really try to convince you that you're worth nothing because you're either new to the industry or you're not at the standard that they make you believe you should be at. None of it's true. So make sure that you always hold your own, that you back yourself up, and that you're really proud of the effort and the amount of work that you put into your job. When you know your worth, seeking compensation, fear compensation for your time and your work feels right, and you'll feel more comfortable negotiating for a pay rise or a promotion or anything else when you're absolutely sure of who you are, what you're worth, and the value that you bring. When it comes to relationships, it's all about communication, always. But what I do want to caution here is that you should never find yourself constantly reiterating the same thing or having to be constantly communicating to someone to say, you're not treating me right or I deserve better and you need to change the way that you're treating me and you need to do it by doing A, B and C. And if you don't do it by X, Y and Z, then we've got a problem. Like that is just setting yourself up for failure at the end of the day if someone doesn't want to change if someone doesn't want to treat you better than they already are they're not going to and you trying to communicate that same message to them over and over again won't change them I know that because I've done it I've been in relationships very long-term relationships with people who just won't change and I thought it was because they didn't understand or they were still sort of working through figuring out how to be a good partner or how to respect me or how to honor me or how to stop taking me for granted. It wasn't the case. It just wasn't in them. It just wasn't who they are. So accept that you need to know that it's okay to walk away from someone or something. If they're not bettering you, that's part of knowing your worth. Likewise, you shouldn't ever need to seek constant reassurance. So if you find yourself in that circumstance and quite honestly, like if I'm being super harsh about it and um, it's tough love, but you make the call, you either walk away and say, I deserve better. Or if you're going to stay in that situation, stay in it, but stop complaining about it because it's a waste of energy you've chosen your path you've done it intentionally you've made your bed and now lie in it that's my that's me being a little bit tough I know but it's true that's and that's what I wish I'd said to myself in the past it's what I'd say to myself again because I'm big enough I'm ugly enough now to understand that my decisions and the choices that I make for myself including the people that I stay involved with have consequences And the only person that's capable, truly capable of changing that is me. So I don't really know if that was like really much of a helpful practical tip for relationships. But um, the most important thing when it comes to relationships anyway is to communicate. And to communicate honestly and respectfully. It's the only way you're going to get anywhere. And if that communication feels like it keeps repeating, it's not really going anywhere, then you need to have a serious think about what you're doing. Uh, No matter how uncomfortable it makes you, don't be afraid to challenge or face the prospect of rejection in the name of standing by your worth. When you know your worth, you will trust yourself and your decisions. You'll be selective with what you do with your time and who you spend it with. You'll speak up because your opinion matters. You'll take pride in yourself and your work. You will say no to things that don't serve you. You will invest in yourself and you will back yourself. The best part of knowing your worth is the confidence it builds within you and the way it brings you closer to yourself. You'll know that you're unique, you're wonderful, you're more than enough as you are, and most of all, you will know exactly how you deserve to be treated, that you deserve to be honoured and valued, and you will never settle for anything less. If you find yourself ever questioning your worth, check yourself and prioritise building yourself back up again and that is my cue to love you and leave you i hope you have an awesome day please do something nice for yourself today and i will talk to you next week